Hi everyone, welcome to Empower. My power, your power, our power. There is no denying that the pandemic has taken a toll on all of us, emotionally and physically. We all have our own ways of taking care of ourselves, but it's never too late to rely on the experts for their advice, whether it's mental or physical well-being. On that note, today I have with me a brilliant guest, someone who I come to all the time, my go-to person in Mumbai for all skin and hair related issues. He has seen a surge of stress related problems over the pandemic, and today he's here to share some tips and advice on how to improve your skin and health. Before we move on to some other botox and myth busting topics, Okay, let's welcome Dr. Kaleem Javed Khan, one of India's most talented and prominent dermatologists. A welcome doctor, so lovely to have you here at Empower. Thank you Minakshi for having me on this lovely podcast of Empower. No, it's, it's my a pleasure to be with you. Exactly what I was going to say. Sorry to interrupt that it's my pleasure and thank you for taking out the time. I know how busy you are. Of course. So tell me, let's start with your journey. Sure. Okay, so you run a successful clinic, as we all know, Skin Indulgence in Mumbai. You've really made your mark as one of the country's leading dermatologists. What brought you here? Tell us your stories for all our lovely audiences. Right, so... We all know that uh, medical field, medical studies never end and it's been a long journey but it's been a very um, lovely journey, a lot of learning experiences. After finishing my MD in Dermatology, I worked in Hinduja Hospital which is a premier hospital in Mumbai yes, for a good course. eight years okay. and then in the meantime I also did, did some fellowships in Singapore, I did something in dermatosurgeries. And just recently, I did a fellowship in Canada mm -hmm. on advanced medical dermatology in Toronto. So, learning never stops, as you know. Yeah. And it only helps me to be a better doctor to my patients, to give them better treatments. And this journey is always going to go on and on. So How lovely, yes. And yeah. why not? More power to you, as we love it on Empower. Right. But you. I have to say, and this is a genuine compliment, you are so good and you make everyone feel so comfortable from me to my husband to my son. So people of all ages and like male, Thank female, you. young, yeah. old, you make everyone feel so comfortable that they don't even feel like they're coming to a doctor, honestly. Thank you. Thank you, you know, so thank you for that. And um, so tell me about your, um, so you said you were at Hinduja and right. where did you do your MD doctor? So I did my MD from D.Y. Patel in 2009. Oh, okay. Very yeah. nice. Okay. And then you did your, um, you went and you did your postgrad or you practiced in so, Singapore? So, no, my postgrad was here. Okay. Uh, I've been a Mumbai boy all my life. <laughs> so, I studied here, lived here. Yeah. But, of course, for further studies, I have been to Singapore and uh, again in Canada. And there are many yes, conferences that happen yes. all over the world. So, keep going there, keep yes. learning, improving myself. So, the reason yeah. I repeated this is I would yeah. like you to just in like a short synopsis tell me what do you feel is the difference that you felt and this is just something I've just thrown in there <laughs> yeah. that, uh, you know, difference between being here in Singapore and Canada and everywhere you've been in the way that your field is. So, of course, uh, over, here, uh, over here, we are still dealing with uh, infections and something to do with the environment here, which is hot, humid. Yeah, tropical Which is, weather. yeah, very tropical weather. So, diseases also tend to be a little different. Right. Which is quite opposite to where... Uh, suppose you are in North America or in other parts of the world. But otherwise, in terms of treatment options available, 
people being aware of skincare, wanting to take care of their skin. I think that is universal. Okay. Everyone wants to look good. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> wants to have a healthy skin. And thank so God for doctors like you. <laughs> okay. Right. So what are the services that you offer, Dr. Kaleem? How does the clinic differentiate itself from others in the space? Right. So, of course, as a dermatology clinic, we offer the entire spectrum of treatment options for all our patients, whether mm-hmm. it's purely dermatological conditions like acne, hair fall, or even cosmetic things like Botox, fillers. Yes. Would you <laughs> keep saying that? I keep asking you, still haven't tried. Let's be honest. Yes, she hasn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, but of course, there is uh, lasers for tattoo removal, lasers for hair, acne, scar surgeries. So of anything that uh, you want to improve your skin for uh, the Clinic caters to that, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. And what we focus here on in this clinic very specifically is very bespoke tailored treatments. Right. So although I see you, your husband, your son, but of course the treatments and the recommendations for each one is very specific. Right. The treatment that I probably would give you will not be the same for your sister yeah, or for your best friend. Absolutely. Right. So it has to be very tailor-made, very specific. Yeah. And that's what we focus on at the clinic. I like the one-on-one consultations, the time that you give everyone and, you know, the way you explain things so well. And uh, what I wanted to say is, um, with the pandemic, you know, since last year, that's all we can talk about. But every aspect of everyone's life is affected by it, which is why, you know, we've come down to even skincare. I mean, from luxury lifestyle, we've now narrowing it the tri- trickling effect has been for everybody it doesn't matter what lifestyle Agreed, you know rich or poor you have the same skin you know skin issues mm-hmm. hair everyone love, wants their hair to be you know healthy yes. you know what wants to lose hair so what i would ask you is that um, how has because it has affected health the pandemic right. how does it translate to what you are seeing in your clinic any are there more stress induced problems on the rise for example like anything so, new actually, you see. you have hit the nail on the head, actually. Mm-hmm. So during this pandemic, it's been a very testing and trying time for everyone. Absolutely. All across the city, the country, the world. And there is a direct correlation with stress-related problems and showing up on skin and hair. Right. So one of the common complaints that everyone has had in this pandemic is hair fall, as you mentioned. Correct. And... Um, other stress-related skin issues like worsening of acne, loss of skin tone, skin looking dull, and those late night screen times, yeah. on the on-call video <laughs> calls. Your schedule is so, all absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So under high dark circles. So of course they're all related to this sudden change in lifestyle that we've had to do and face in this pandemic. So yeah. definitely I see that a lot now. Okay, okay, doctor. So how do you, um, I mean, what advice would you give then to everyone, your list, right. listeners, Absolutely. everyone? So how can we better our skin and hair health in these stressful times? Agreed. So that's what we need to do, you know. Mental health goes a long way. It affects even your skin and your hair. So mentally trying to make yourself a little stronger, working on yourself emotionally, also plays a very important role for skin and hair health. So don't neglect that. And now that you're home, also don't neglect your basic skin care, right? Just because you're at home and you don't have to go to work and you don't have to follow a a lifestyle that you were doing earlier does not mean that you can throw everything out of the window. So uh, having a good routine, uh, following good hygiene practices, washing your hair, using your moisturizers, using your sunscreen... I think if you just follow, stick to those 
basic skincare that you were doing earlier that will help a lot and i think i loved how you were explaining to children i heard you say when uh, uh, you know a teenager was here that you know how oh if you shower once a day normally and then you're playing sports in the evening even if it's in your building you should take another shower in the hotter weather and how that affects the skin Absolutely. and acne you know especially in adolescence and how little tips like that also help you know absolutely they so go a long way, yeah like you said hygiene so i remember right. that's like a really good simple tip you know absolutely. and um, i think stress uh, reducing stress in whatever way makes you happy even Agreed. when the lockdown opens or it's open in fact some of know? the tips that i give yeah. to my patients is uh, indulge in something that you like to do at home maybe take up some painting listen to some music Absolutely. or play some something indoors like carrom or table tennis is such a stress buster yes. uh, see something nice on television makes you laugh something okay. like that all of that goes and it along shows, way it's like it reflects Absolutely. right yeah, yeah i like that okay thank you so tell me what about speaking of children right. uh, they have had to go through so many changes also okay. with schools you know being yeah. closed online schooling social interactions are so less uh and and you can see you know the from a young age they are coming to you right. you know like they are also having lifestyle related problems i feel right. rather than you know just you know serious issues or just acne so is there a skin and hair care routine you would advise for kids you know so incidentally manachi i do go to surya hospital which is a children's only hospital in santa cruz mumbai mm -hmm. and i go there as a pediatric dermatologist catering only to children and right. infants mm -hmm. but luckily uh, in this covid pandemic it does not seem to have affected their skin and hair so much okay. at least as of not yet okay. i don't know about the third wave but still yeah um I think children have been more affected more mentally because they have been confined to the home space and not being able right. to meet out with their friends and that is what probably needs to be focused on mm -hmm. and addressed rather than just on their skin and hair. Mm -hmm. So anything what, what your parents diet? can do. I yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? So <laughs> So yeah. sitting at home and uh trying to you know pacify them because they are not able to go out right parents tend to give them what they children love yeah, and that's yeah. not necessarily healthy all the time forget parents so, giving parents are also <laughs> eating what we love in the home so yeah. yeah like we discussed you know try to maintain a pattern try to eat healthy try to be eating on time right and try to uh take time out for some something to distract your mind absolutely all that will help even the skin and hair in for children yes i think it's it kind of gives a overall well being you know and a holistic absolutely. look absolutely. A, a holistic approach to everything yes. right okay great so let's talk about perceptions right. okay mm -hmm. how has the perception of going to a dermatologist in india changed like abroad everyone's open about oh i've had botox yes. i've had this you know so what about people because you know here also people are so into home remedies yeah. and you know my grandmother did this so i do it or these are the recipe you know recipes for like herbs with That's herbal right. things mix all those home exactly go to solutions right. what ch no, not someone lazy like me like i'll come to you rather than make something without like give me something yeah, you need <laughs> डेकेड और सो Okay. um but also 
people have realized that home care quick fixes and those dadi ma ke nuske that we yeah. have been doing all these times helps only for certain people or for some time but you do need a specialist care for something better and something more bigger absolutely and that's where that intervention that you were yeah. talking about <laughs> comes in so yeah. people are open to getting things done now that's yeah. what's different you know previously it was uh, uh, there was a lot of taboo to it now it's not so much definitely yeah. Yeah. so now there are more some misconceptions some ideas which people were not very clear about but now that's not the case right. so people are open to getting things done that is what is definitely different now sure and do you see um, you know listen up ladies it's botox and filler time <laughs> so do you even see you know at skin indulgence at your lovely clinic do you see global practices in technology uh, where you know you're offering all the yes. technology the latest technology all the that's you know right. Chubiderm. Is yes. that whatever some names I've heard from you? Okay. So and then you're doing laser hair removal. You're doing fillers, Botox. Do you think there's a lot of hush hush taboo associated, or are women opening up to them? And I have a next question related to this. But first, please <laughs> go so, on. Like we just discussed, you know, that people are open to the idea. Probably they're not open to discussing it with other people yes. that I got this procedure done. Yes. See, in the end, you want to look good, yes. right? And you want to feel good. so there is absolutely no harm in getting things done and as long as you are getting those compliments and you're putting it in your bag yes. everything is good i wish people would share more because i see friends who look younger than they did in their 20s now in <laughs> who are much older and i ask them what are you doing oh nothing i'm just, just putting aloe vera juice and i'm like no way you didn't lose him like tell me what you did what if i want to do it too <laughs> you know but i wish people would be more open and share right. yeah there is only a small fraction of people who are now willing yeah. to go ahead and discuss about this yes Although a lot of people are doing it, yes. Like you said, I do hope it changes. Absolutely. There's nothing to hide. No, no. If you're and looking good, then yeah, you can yes. share it with other people. Absolutely. The secret to success. That's what we are trying to do. Right. Make more awareness. Share everything. Great. That's excellent. No, honestly, because yes. if you want to do that, if you're right. comfortable with yes. it, then why not? You know, be be the best version of yourself. I feel Agreed. in that's... every way in your life. You know. But uh, so yeah, just whatever makes you happy. That's right. <laughs> so you, according to you, the the practices are often, but discussing about it openly is not so common. That's right, not yeah? yet. Okay, yes. great. So interesting to know that that we are like you know I was in Dubai recently and uh, they have every second building in Jumeirah was like a Botox clinic or some <laughs> dermatology because yeah. there is this area where there are a lot of Got doctors. Yeah. And I remember I had rosacea so a few years ago I went there that's uh-huh. how I know about the clinic. and they told me you have rosacea so you don't need to do anything just apply this cream and right. it's very easy but the thing is that uh, it's so common there so they they don't mind and right. it's obvious to on some of the faces right. <laughs> but that's a different <laughs> thing but that's a difference so they accept all kinds kinds of beauty is what i like right. you know and uh, to each their own agree and i like that so i think right. i wish indians would be more accepting and more open about yeah, the fact yeah they need to be open about yes, what yes. they're getting done yes and of course they're looking good but yeah. they can share that absolutely right. so before i get too preachy about this <laughs> okay moving on doctor yeah. to um uh, can you bust a few myths about botox what are the commonly asked questions and concerns when it comes to this sure sure so there's a lot of misconception that still hangs around when you come to botox and one of the things is uh, is botox uh, permanent or it's only temporary so of course it's only temporary but i think in a good way 
because the effects of Botox usually last for about three to four months. Right. If you like the effect, you can always get it done again. Right. If you don't like it, the effect wears off. So that's where the second myth comes in. Like if you stop doing Botox, does the face become worse? Yes. So that is absolutely not true. You just go back to being your baseline, how you were without doing the Botox. So it does not become worse. And is it safe? Yeah, of course, if done correctly, it looks excellent. It really yes. looks nice. You look your best self. You look Just relaxed. Just go to the experts. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. So, Don't yes. get inspired by those Botox, yeah, yeah. Don't TikTok do videos. Clip. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. And um, would you like to add to that anything? So, basically, you're saying that it's safe. It is absolutely and safe. And there yes. are these practices that you do, you, you, you know, do Botox. And tell me, doctor, what is the most sought after treatment at your clinic when it comes to Botox? For Botox specifically, I think frown lines is what people want to get rid of. You know, like you always look like you're angry or yeah. you're upset and that's what you don't want Some to do. Some people do. <laughs> yes. With a smiling face like yours, <laughs> you will take everybody's yeah, anxious just look like, away. I was just clarifying that you as a general you, not <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I think that is like the most yeah. calmness indication. And of course, some crow's feet. But that's about it. Yeah. Frown yes. lines, crow's feet is what people get done. And, and the I think it works Is it this marinade lines? Or yeah, what okay. Are they called? Yeah, those are those laugh lines that yeah, people talk yeah. about. Like I always find mine like, oh my God, my laugh lines are deep. Yeah. No, no, they look good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, thank you. So, yeah. So you're saying that those are the most common yeah, yeah. and uh, Botox is used on other parts of the body also or those are different treatments oh yeah those are some there are some medical indications for Botox like if you have excessive sweating on your underarms or your right. hands you can get some Botox done yes there's some Botox for headaches of people with migraines they can get Botox done That's interesting. so there are some medical indications for Botox and uh, cosmetic indications usually are more on the face and some on the neck what about fillers doctor because I used right. to always get confused earlier now of course I know right. What's so, the difference? Right. So fillers are completely different and fillers actually help to build up volume on the face. So if you want, say, a better definition on the cheeks or some better lips or a sharper jawline, a projection on the chin, mm -hmm. this is all where the filler would help you. So I think Botox and fillers work in tandem. Right. They work together to achieve that the best version of you thing. Right. But they are very different in their own way. Okay. Again, if done correctly, they are very safe. And the results are immediate. Okay. And the other benefit is that they last significantly longer. Okay. So, so really helps getting done together and an overall look. Okay. What's the downtime after these treatments? So actually, if done properly, there is no downtime. As in just like, like I've always, you know, every time I've asked you, I haven't done mm -hmm. it yet, but I always say, oh, but doctor, I have really sensitive skin. What if there's a mark, a mark? Right. So the, the only so-called downtime would be a bruise that happens, right. which can be easily concealed. But uh, the bruise generally goes away in a couple of days, maybe maximum a week. Okay. Right? So Other maximum if you had to like, yeah, play it safe and didn't want to be right. out, you know, like a celebrity yeah. and want to be... <laughs> In some clinic, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe are, on a holiday. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, right. thank you, doctor. So, um, so basically two days to a week maximum. Yeah, yes? I, I think so. Okay, yes. thank you. And doctor, so I read this very interesting article about Google launching an AI app right. uh, to diagnose skin treatments, artificial intelligence. Right. What's your view on this doctor and uh, on Dr. Google and the information we consume online? So... AI, yeah, this artificial intelligence is the next big thing mm -hmm. and it is the future. 
but it's still in its infancy right now. So right, it, right now is not the time, uh, but probably say 10 years down the line, there is definitely going to be AI in medicine mm -hmm. and in dermatology too. Okay. As far as Dr. Google is concerned, we <laughs> all know what are the perils of that. Right. So there's a lot of information that is there on Google, but sorting out and making sense of that information is what the doctors are able to do, what normal individuals cannot. Yes. Sometimes that information can be overwhelming. Absolutely. So a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they give right. you the worst case scenario That's, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's very famous, right? You have a headache and you Google and then you know that you have a brain tumor. Yeah, That's exactly. What you think. That's how extreme right. it can go into. Right. So, uh, a lot of information all the time is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. So being informed about your disease, about your condition is good. But what is the correct information for you? That's where the dermatologist or your doctor can help you with. Okay. So Perfect. Yeah. Like I said, so repeat. Draw a line. Yeah. Draw yes. a line. Yes. And, you know, don't cross that. Yes. So always consult a Absolutely. professional. Go to the best, you know, uh, doctors sure. like you too. Thank no, you. honestly, because yes. you it is actually your skin, you know, right. your face. And that's the first thing someone notices, right. you know. You know this is a hair. problem nowadays with the TikTok videos and YouTube videos where there are these home hacks which people end up using, like mix so this paste. And, and I've yeah. seen horrible outcomes of those, you yes. know. Burnt skin, scars, oh pigmentation, God, really? right. That's severe. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, on the videos, it looks amazing. Yes. You know, because they don't know about post-processing and before, after And pictures. also, I'll tell you, so, like, I admire so many beautiful women. And right. I feel, why, oh, if I apply her, you know, what she's using, I'm... Correct. But there's so much, there's genes, it, genetically they have good right. skin, they've always had good skin, they are aging better or, you know, similar or differently. Right. Or the skin texture, color, elasticity, color, everything is different. Everything is different. So we don't think that, we think, yeah. oh, if I put this face pack, I'm going to look like her. <laughs> or if I right. put like, you know, papaya yeah. and kiwi on my face, I'm going to look like this. But it really doesn't work that no, way. No, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't. So, yeah, so I, I'm very for this, that, you know, ask the experts. Right. And of course, a few things which are easy to do or if the doctor says yes right. go ahead then you can try at sure. home you know and I think one of the great tips which beautifully leads us to the next question is that when you told me like you busted a myth for me when I said oh I heard that you should put olive oil to make your nails stronger and you said olive oil is to eat not to put on your skin that's right. you know so for me and especially a person like me who has sensitive right. skin it's such a good, simple thing that you said. Right. And you see, I heard it from a friend and I believed her. Right. But, you know, maybe any oil was giving her nourishment and she <laughs> probably thought, oh, olive oil is the best. Oh, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good tips like that. So, similarly, I would like you to tell us and all our lovely audiences uh, about product availability and right. what your view is on expensive over-the-counter skin treatments versus because I know you're right. you, you really believe in this strongly and I yeah. really agree with you right. so I'd like to share it with everyone right. that what do you so, think yeah so like like you know Minachi, I'm never like a big proponent of very expensive products over-the-counter right. products those companies they tend to make the products expensive because there's so much going in packaging making the product look good right. smelling good advertisement cost so what the product is able to deliver being so expensive right. i don't think that the uh, the outcome is worth it okay you can get the similar results or even better for products half the cost especially if they're prescription products right. and if they're the right products for you then even using simple products which are not terribly expensive won't break the bank and you get as good or even better results 
So just don't fall for uh, advertisement, false, ad false yes. advertisement or uh, just because it comes highly recommended by somebody online right. or you saw some lovely product uh, portfolio. Yes. Right? So products that are recommended by your dermatologist for your skin need not be expensive and they can work wonders for you. Okay. And you have to now give us the, uh, like a quick quick list about it. Okay. Okay. So basics for skincare, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s. All right. So And older, of course. Right. Across the board, I think the simplest, the simpler the skin routine, the better it is for you because you'll be able to do it. Absolutely. Right. So you don't need 10 things morning, 10 things night. And some of the basic things you can do is have a good cleanser that agrees to your skin, a moisturizer to keep your skin hydrated. In the mornings, you want to use a sunblock to protect yourself. And at night, some rejuvenation that you can do, either a vitamin C or a retinol, depending upon your age. So in your 20s, a sunscreen, moisturizer, vitamin C is good. In your mid-30s, you can start using a retinol at night. In your late 40s, a more aggressive retinol and some more procedures, interventions. Right. That's what I would recommend. That you'll add it every That's decade. Right. So, so as you grow older, the requirements okay. for your skin change, the need for your products need to be different mm -hmm. and then some intervention in terms of procedures that's how it comes yes. and you know simple things we forget like in the pandemic i have forgotten that which you told me the last time i was here that wear your sunblock even if you're at home yes you know yes. i love how simple it is but we right. forget because we think oh we're not going out in the sun why do we need to wear it right but somehow it protects Absolutely. you know even through your window throughout or whatever. the day because yeah. most sunscreens protect you from uv damage Exactly. And UV rays can penetrate the windows, it can go through walls. Yes. So you need to be protected all the time. So it's a good idea to use your sunscreen yes. at least once a day. Okay. You need not apply it every two, three hours if, if you're, you're indoors. indoors. Exactly. But once a day goes a okay. long way. And doctor, eye cream. Okay, mm -hmm. so is it true that you need separate creams? I mean, I do use like a vitamin C in the day. Yeah. And But I know in my 20s, I didn't. Right. Like I would just lather on the moisturizer all over right. and I'd be sorted. So, so most so people, yeah, the, most people can do without uh, uh, an eye cream specifically. Your skincare should include uh, eye care also. It's only later on or if you have some skin problems like yes. you have under eye, dark circles, pigmentation, uh, small dryness, wrinkles, yeah. dryness, irritation, then maybe you need a specific eye care. But uh, most people with okay skin, uh, with no skin problems around the eyes can use their normal skin care around the eyes too. Okay, now this is actually for me, but uh, I'm okay. going to share it with everyone. All right. What is the, so now, like I like to keep it simple, the right. four, five, five is also maximum product. I think so. Yes. Yeah. But what about now all these serums and oils? Like I don't think oils suit my skin. Correct. Because so oils don't suit everyone. Right. And sometimes they can block your pores and worsen your acne. Yeah, and make they make your you skin. break out. Yes, exactly. absolutely. Exactly. So uh, you want to probably avoid the oils unless you have very dry, dehydrated skin. That's where it would help. Serums are just better formulated uh, products which provide higher concentration of ingredients. Yeah, than so a moisturizer. That's right. Right. So a cream or an ointment would only give you so much. A serums probably would give you more. Okay. But again, serums uh, can be a little more irritating. So depending upon your skin type, you your doctor careful. would recommend you the right one. Okay. So that's it. It's just a difference in the formulation. Okay, great. 
So this brings me to our last question. I know everyone's skin types and conditions are different. Right. But if you had to tell our audience is the one secret. <laughs> we've done the whole, you right. know, uh, the procedures, we've discussed the basics yes. of skincare, age-wise, right. uh, treatments. So if there's one thing that you haven't said so far, or you could just do a synopsis if you like, either way. Right. One good thing and... No, I think the most important take-home tip if I were to give to everyone would be a simple skincare that you can do and consistently do, mm-hmm. right? So make sure that you do your skincare morning, night, every day. However tired you are at night and you want to just jump into bed, but remove your makeup. Yes. However lazy you are when you get up on a Sunday morning, put your sunscreen, okay. right? Wash your face, put your sunscreen, keep it simple and be consistent with it. I think that's it. If you just do this much, you'll have lovely skin for a very long time. Perfect. Thank you so much. That was so good. I love how concise and beautifully you kept everything and easy to understand, easy to implement for everyone. So that brings us to an end of a very informative chat. Thank you so much for the fantastic, fantastic, you know, lovely afternoon with you. And we are um, saying goodbye now to the super dermatologist, Dr. Kaleem Javid Khan, who is in Mumbai for anyone and everyone, in case you need. Uh, You can always check out his website, skinindulgenceclinic.com, correct? And um, feel free to email us anytime for any further queries at empowerbymanakshi at gmail.com. Of course, we will put all the information out there about Dr. Kaleem and us and for interesting videos, for the podcast, for lovely videos of the podcast. Please do tune in to my Instagram and Facebook, Manakshi Kuwadikar. And uh, yes, thank you, dear listeners. Stay tuned in. See you next Friday at 5 p.m. as always for more and more lovely chats with all our wonderful guests. So until then, keep smiling, keep shining, have really good skin and hair. Thanks to lovely doctors like Dr. Kaleem Khan. And uh, don't forget to own it.